Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Puck Puck excuse me, Puck You Robbie podcast. Today I am your host, Matt Landers, and I am the only person on today's podcast. It just seems like uh people are just kinda busy and we've been I've been trying to get something together and just people I don't know, general disinterest or just kinda busy. So I'm just kinda doing a one man show tonight. Um, I wanted to just do kind of like a season preview of this this cu- upcoming year, which if you're listening uh, when it's recorded, I'm recording this uh, Sunday night, October 4th, which the season is set to start October 5th. So in less than 12 hours, I will be running the first sim. But um, uh, my plan is to just kind of run down all 31 teams I'll just kind of take a glance at each team's forward co- uh, forward core, their decor, their their goalies, uh, their overall depth, and I'm just going to kind of give a letter grade of A, B, C, D, or an F. And then at the end of the conversation for each team, I'm just going to say whether I think the team is a contender. I think they're going to they have a good chance of making the playoffs and going on a run. If I think they're a bubble team, they're kind of in that 5 to 10 range in the the conference where I th- I could see them making the playoffs or I could see them, you know, barely missing. And then there's going to be some teams that I just vote as just a miss. There's just I don't see a, a world where they uh they make the playoffs. Um I'm going to st- to do this breaking down going by uh, each division so uh, my plan is to start with the Atlantic division and then I'll just go in alphabetical order so the first team on that list is the uh, the Boston Bruins uh, now the Bruins are a very interesting team where they are constantly shaking up their roster um, I do like their top five of Kachuk, Malkin, Connor Brown, Trocek, and Bertuzzi uh, but I don't think that's a particularly strong top five. I guess you could maybe throw Yanni Gord in as a the top six. Um, I, I I'm leaning towards giving them a B. I think it's an all right top. It, they're kind of to me they're in between a C and a B. I I guess I'll give them a slight edge to a B just because of how strong Malkin is. Um, their their decor of. Sh- uh, Shabbat, Vatnin, Manson, and DeMello. That's a very solid top four. I think their D core is definitely just a solid uh, solid B. Uh, and then their their goalies. They actually have three very capable goalies of Koskinen, Grubauer, and Samsonov. I don't think any particular one is uh, a standout, unfortunately. But the nice thing for Boston is if one goalie struggles, they can certainly turn to another one um but uh, i i not having a number one guy and basically having three one b's is going to be very interesting going into the year um so i i it'll be interesting to see who who really ends up stepping up between koskin and grubauer and samsonov and but i'm just not completely sold on this this decor or this goalie core um, and they're they're another one like the forwards where it's to me they're in between a C and a B, but I, I would probably give them a B just because they have at least multiple options so they can just kind of ride the hot goalie if they they need to. Uh, their overall depth, I think they're another. They just have an okay depth. Um, at least they have pretty good depth on the back end 
with guys like Vince Dunn and Rasmus Sendin just kind of standing off to the side. They're, they're not even in the lineup. And then up front, you have Dylan Dubé, Denny Mulgan, and Christian Fisher, who can all step into the lineup if, if somebody gets hurt. So I think they have pretty solid uh, depth, but I, I, I think I just got to give their depth a B as well. Um, so I, I think Boston's a well-constructed, pretty average-looking team. So to me, they're right in the middle. They're going to end up being a bubble team. I could see them finishing sixth, and then I could also see them finishing ninth or tenth in the in the overall conference. So it, it's going to be a very interesting year in Boston. Uh, moving on to the Buffalo Sabers, uh, the Buffalo Sabers. I uh, their top line of Anders Lee, David Krejci, and Dustin Brown. Uh, no offense to any of these players, but I don't think any of them are top line guys. Um, I mean, Anders Lee is solid, but, I mean, he's not. He, he's a guy that you want to have on that second line. I don't think you want to have him on your top line. Uh, I, I think just overall, I have to give these guys a D. Uh, David Krejci is not a number one center. Kyle Turris is just not an, a second line center anymore. I mean, if you took this team and maybe went back five years of Krejci, Turris, Wenberg, Druin, Blake Homo was solid, Anders Lee. I, Dustin Brown was very good, you know, five years ago. I think this would be a very good team, but in 2020, I don't think... I I think this, this forward group gets a D. Uh, and then the same thing could be said about their, their, their defense. Uh, Ryan McDonough, uh, Mark Edward, Vlasic, Mike Green. Uh, they're, they're all okay. Uh, they're certainly not the players they used to be five years ago. Uh, that would be a tremendous decor five years ago, but in 2020, uh, those are okay players, but then their, their other three defensemen of Dahlstrom, LeJoy, and Timmins, that, that's going to be uh, a rough time for them. I have to give their decor a D. Uh, so their forwards are getting a D, their decor is getting a D. But I have to say, I have, to, I think I'm going to give uh, their their goalies an A. Uh, Connor Hellebuck is an excellent goalie and one of the better goalies, rated goalies in this league. Um, that in that is even with them not really having a great option as a backup. Um, Aiden Hill has some potential as a youngster, but I don't think he's ready to be a pro goalie and. If Buffalo, if something happens to Hellebuck or, you know, if he just misses a few games because of uh, he's tired uh, and Aiden Hill has to step in, it could get pretty rough. But uh, if Hellebuck can play 70-plus games, then at least Buffalo has that consistency back there. Uh, so I do give them an A there. Uh, their overall depth, I just... I mean their goal, their defensive depth alone is just I don't want to call it a mess but it's a it's a bit of a mess. I their forwards are okay but that defense is going to cause some problems. So I I will be nice and give them a C there because at least they have Charles Houdon, Dominic T Toninato and JS Dia. Uh, at, and they can all at least step in and be okay. I don't think there'd be a big drop off, which I think that says more about their their forward group as it is. 
but at least they do have some depth that can step in if somebody gets hurt up front on the back end if you know McDonough Velocic get hurt uh, that that decor becomes an F um, so uh, I, I think you kind of have an idea of where I'm going with this with Buffalo I do think they are going to end up being a miss uh, moving on to the Detroit Red Wings uh, they have an, a very interesting forward group of Pierre-Luc Dubois and Jonathan Taves. Uh, but then after that, there's not a lot to get excited about. I mean, Joe Pavelski, he used to be a good player, but, I mean, he's just not there anymore. Uh, this is a forward group that is going to struggle to score goals. Uh, Ryan Hartman is potentially a top six forward with this team and then <laughs> Alex Chason is potentially a top line forward for this team so I, I yikes I, I don't know I don't know about this Detroit forward group and I, I'm gonna have to give them a D uh, if, in terms of their defense I actually think they have a pretty solid decor of uh, Orlov Brendan Dillon Jack Johnson he, he's okay I guess uh England, uh, Demoulin, and Jamie Ben or Jordy Ben, not Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben is a forward. Uh, but yeah, that's that's an okay decor. Um, I I would give that decor a B. Uh, maybe maybe that decor will be able to work some magic. But then when you look at the goalies of Jimmy Howard and John Gillies, maybe Keith Kincaid. Uh, that's an F. That is just uh, that defense will be able to to break up some plays but then those goalies are just going to give up a lot of softies this is this is looking like it might be a tough year in Detroit um, I definitely see Detroit as another team that misses a lot like uh, Buffalo uh, moving on to the Florida Panthers who have a very strong forward group of, uh, I mean, just their top lo line alone of Huberto, Barkov, and Hofton. That's a very solid, very solid top line. And then, you know, Boone Jenner, Jeff Skinner's in the mix, Jordan Stahl, Nick Bonino, Tyler Edis, Matt Zuccarello. Uh, I mean, guys like Zuccarello and Skinner, they had not so great years. Uh, especially Skinner. I mean, like, if Skinner had a very strong year, this, this forward group would be a lot better. But I, this is a this is a forward group that I, I'm kind of waffling between a B and an A. Uh, I'm leaning more towards B, but I do think of the combination of Huberto, Barkov, and Hoffman, that that top line's going to put up some magic. And they do have some good, at least they're one, two, three, very solid. Um, on the back end, uh, Ekblad, Yandel, that's a very solid top top pairing. Uh, CC and uh, Osterley, that, that kind of struggles a little bit. And then CMEC and uh, Biega, yeah, that, that's not great. Um, I'm leaning towards giving these guys a C on the decor. I like Ekblad and I like Yandel, but they need, they need a better top four. They have a good top two, and then they have basically two bottom pairings. Um, as their second and third uh in in goal very similar uh riddick is a solid goalie um but they just don't don't have uh much of a backup uh tobias stefan or 
Janice Kelnins, uh, neither one are goalies that you really want to depend on. Uh, so it, a lot of the weight's going to fall on Riddick, and I don't know if he's a goalie that is going to be able to carry a team. Uh, Florida, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm. They're a team between a C and a B. I'm leaning more C because I'm not 100% sold on Riddick. And I know their their backups are not going to get it done. Uh, Florida is a team that I do think if their top guys can really kind of carry this team, they could end up being a surprise and making the playoffs. I don't think they're as bad as Buffalo or Detroit. So I do think they are more of a bubble team. I think they do have a shot. It's going to be, you know, them and Boston. But I do think Boston has a slight edge over them. But I, I do think they could... You know, they can find a, some good chemistry. I think they could maybe, you know, sneak into the playoffs. Okay, moving on to one of the top teams in the Atlantic, and that is the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Montreal has a very good uh, forward group, uh, especially their top six of Pacioretty, Van Riemsdyk, Tavares, Backstrom, Forsberg, and Blake Coleman. That is, I mean, that, that that's Van Marienstijk, Backstrom, and Coleman. That's a very excellent second line. And then they have some good depth with, you know, guys like Suzuki, Grimaldi, Wood, Glendening, Coke, God, I'm not even going to try to say that name right now. I can't, apparently I can't say it right now. Uh, but either way, very good uh, forward group. I think I got to give them an A. I mean, just Pacioretty, Tavares, and Forsberg, just excellent. And then you throw Backstrom in that mix, and it's just that's very solid. Uh, their defense, I I like their top four: Weber, Muzzin, Riley, Morgan, Riley, and Nate Schmidt. That is an excellent top four that will be able to get the job done. Tenorti and Smith uh, as their bottom pairing that could cause some issues. Um, they're, that's certainly not a very quick, uh, bottom pairing. Um, but if you can kind of shelter their minutes and maybe only play them 15 minutes or so and really, really rely on the top four, it may not end up being a big deal. I, I, I'm there. That's a situation where it's a, between a B and an A, but I'm leaning more B just because of that, that bottom pairing. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sold on. Uh, and then you got the the goaltending of uh, Anderson and Francu, uh, Francu, and uh, I think that is an excellent uh, goaltending pairing where, you know, Anderson can definitely carry the load, and then when he needs a break, Francu can just kind of step in. That is an a an a uh, goalie pairing for me. So. Uh, all, all in all, Montreal is a contender. I, they are definitely one of the top three teams in the Atlantic, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a bloodbath uh, between them and a couple teams I'll be talking about here in a bit. Um, the next team is the Ottawa Senators, and oh boy, the Ottawa Senators in this league. Uh, need some work. They uh, they are definitely in a rebuild. When uh, Milan Lucic, Derek Broussard, and Brian Little are your top line, it's going to be a rough year. Uh, this team has Lucic, Broussard, Little, Komarov, 
Louis Erickson, Matt Martin, Nathan Gerby, Paul Byron. Uh, they're all in their, their top 12. Uh, this team, uh, they're a few years away from being competitive, and uh, they are going to definitely be a bottom bottom uh in terms of scoring they're going to be at the bottom of the league i i can't man- imagine many teams are going to score fewer goals than they do uh that that forward group i'm sorry that gets an f uh moving on to their decor of aronic uh jake gardner andre sakara justin schultz colin miller and hayden flurry and then you got like nicholas jalmerson and ryan murray they have good depth on the back end but I mean, other than Philip Ronick, not a lot of standouts. Jake Gardner's okay. He's he's a solid like number four defenseman. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a decor. It's doing better than the the forwards, but that's a decor that's definitely going to uh, n- not be spectacular. And I, I'm leaning a C there. Uh, maybe a slight edged like. Maybe a little bit of a C between C and B, but definitely much, much closer to a C. And then uh, lastly, you have their, their goalies of Anders Nielsen and Hendrik Lundqvist. And that is, that's just an F. Um, Lundqvist is not the goalie he used to be. And Nielsen is a below average backup. Uh, they're going to give up a lot of goals, uh, and they're not going to score a lot of goals. So this is going to be a very rough year in Ottawa, and uh, I expect them to definitely be a miss. Uh, Now moving on to the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Tampa is a team that has a tremendous top line of Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov. But then after that, I am not in love with their forwards. I mean, you know, Warren Fogle, Anthony Sorelli, Tyler Toffoli. Toffoli's solid. Sorelli's okay. Uh, I think Sorelli still needs a couple more years before he gets there. Uh, but, you know, if, if you look at their, their centers of Braden Point, Anthony Sorelli, Mitchell Stevens, and Clark Bishop, um, that is not... Uh, great. I mean, you'd, ideally, you'd want Sorelli on the third on the third line, and you'd want a better second line center. And then Clark Bishop, you likely wouldn't even want in the NHL or in the pro league. And I think you could say the same thing about Mitchell Stevens. So uh, I'm leaning towards a B here. I love their top line. I think their top line is going to get the job done, but I think they're going to struggle with some depth scoring. On the back end, they have a tremendous top five of Hedman, Wierenski, Spurgeon, Brodine, and Bomeister. After that, it's a bit of a toss-up of Kaye Rosen, Gauntz, Yuso Ricola, Mark Friedman. I mean, any of them can kind of slide into that, that number six role, but like, I don't know if you really want any of them in that number six role. Uh, so I don't really know... Uh, I guess you could just kind of keep trying different guys out and just seeing who, who's the best fit there. Uh, luckily, you can kind of shelter whoever that is and just play them with a tremendous defenseman. I, Tampa Bay, I really do like their defense, even if that number six guy is not great. The rest of them are excellent, and so I 
I have to give them an A. I mean, just Hedman, Wierenski, Spurgeon, Brodeen, that top four, that is one of the best top fours in the league. That Their defense absolutely gets an A. And then you have, uh, uh, on the back end, Andre Vasilevsky, Yaro Halak, and James Reimers in the picture as well. Uh, just, I mean, if you just go with uh, Vasilevsky and Halak, that's an excellent goalie core. That is an A. That's just a solid A uh, goalie core. Tampa Bay, much like Montreal, is a contender in this uh, division. And the last team in this division is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, had a tremendous year last year. And I'm looking at this forward group, and I, I think they, they'll be able to do it again. I mean, they've got great depth uh, with their forward group. Uh, with just uh, I mean, looking at their centers of Austin Matthews, Dylan Larkin, Lars Eller, and Lucas Walmark. And then they have Jordan Wheel sitting on the outside. If anybody gets hurt, he can just step in. Uh, Logan Brown, another guy that can just step into that lineup. Um I don't think they have a lot of high-end talent outside of Austin Matthews just because uh, guys like Larkin, Duclair, Domi, Oshie, they didn't quite get the great rewrites that you would want. But this is a very good young team where I'm looking at this forward group and you got one, two, three, four of their forwards are older than 25, which means most of their forward group, eight of their 12 on the roster right now are are 25 or younger. This is a scary team for this year and in the future. I don't think they quite match up to Tampa Bay and Montreal, but give them a couple years and they could they could be one of the, the top teams in this league. Uh, but I, looking at that forward group, I'm. This is one where I'm really kind of B or an A. I'm leaning more A just because I love their depth. Where I mean, their third line of Dominic Cahoon, Lars Eller, Philip Sedina, that is that's just excellent. Uh, I I don't think they're going to have a tough time uh, having you know their third, their second, third, and fourth line you know chipping in the goal, chipping in goals here and there. Uh, moving on to their defense, uh, they have one of the best top top D pairs in the league of Roman Yossi and Chris Letang, and then you know Tony Tony D'Angelo, Eric Gustafson, Michael Kempney, Dan Hamus. That's just solid. Um, I think you you got to give them an A. Uh, that is, uh, they're definitely going to be pushing more the offense with guys like Yossi, Letang, Gustafson, and D'Angelo. But this is the this is the type of team that Toronto has built, a very fast-tempoed uh, team, and their decor is definitely going to be able to play that way, so uh, that is, that's definitely an excellent defense. And then you have their goaltending of Carey Price and Linus Allmark as uh, the 1-2, and both of them are very solid goaltenders. Obviously, Carey Price is one of the best-rated goalies in the league, if not the best, and then Linus Allmark uh, he could be a starter on uh, quite a few teams, so uh, I have to give that an A. I would give that an A+, plus, but I'm not really doing plus and minuses. But yes, that is an excellent defense, or excellent goalie core, and um, Toronto is the other team that is definitely a contender. They are top three. 
in the Atlantic, if I were to really look at Montreal, Tampa, and Toronto, I think I lean Montreal as being the team that I would expect to win the the Atlantic division. I just... I like their depth, I like their goalies, I like their defense, and I, I do like their forwards. So that is just a very well-constructed team. All right, now I want to move on to the next division, which is the Metro. And I will continue to go in alphabetical order, which means it's the uh, Carolina Hurricanes' turn. And Carolina, they are a solid team. I mean, I'm looking at their top five well really i mean their top six forwards of evander kane Andre kopitar sebastian aho jeff carter david perron and jordan everly that is a very good just six forwards um and then and then you look at their their second and third lines and everybody is a 65 or 269 i mean this is a team that has tremendous depth <clears throat> And then great top-end talent with guys like Kane, Kopitar, Aho, and Perron. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are a well-constructed team, at least up front. I mean, we'll look at the the back end, and I think i got to give that forward go core an A. I mean, that is just uh, – it's not as good as some of the top teams that I talked about um, with the Atlantic, but that is just a very good forward group that is definitely going to score some goals. On the back end, I am looking and and I just want to know I, if you're you know listening to this. I really haven't planned anything. I just kind of decided that I would just pull up every team and then just kind of go through it and just kind of talk about the teams as I'm going and. Uh, I'm looking at this. Uh, so I'm looking at this Carolina team and. I think they have the best decor that I've seen so far with Dougie Hamilton, Jakob Slavin, Alexander Edler, Duncan Keith, Connor Murphy, and Ron Hainsey. That is an excellent top six. I mean, they're, when Ron Hainsey, who is just, he's just going to be a steady, you know, back-end presence, he's your worst defenseman, you've got a very solid decor that this decor gets an A+. Uh, just, that's going to definitely get the job done which is going to be very important because looking at the goalies here of Peter Morozik who's an okay goalie I don't know if you'd want to rely on him to be your starter but they're going to have to because the backup is uh, Laurent Brassois and he is not a great backup Um, this is definitely going to be this is definitely the the weakest aspect of this Carolina team is their goalies which, as I Mrazek is more of a 1B, and then Laurent Persois, he is definitely a number three goalie you'd want on your depth chart. You know, he's good goalie for, for the minors, and then, you know, if somebody gets hurt, you can call him up, but uh, you probably don't want him to be your backup, but, you know, that's what Carolina's situation is right now. And uh, with that, I mean, that I got to give this, this goalie core a C. Mrazek is okay. He can get the job done, but, you know, inconsistency could certainly hurt him. Um, altogether, I think this Carolina team is a very solid. Um, I love their forwards. I love their defense. Not sold on their goaltending, but I do think they are a contender. If Mrazek can get hot, uh, at some point in the season, if he gets hot during the playoffs, I mean, they could definitely go on a run and d- win. 
Uh, but I, I would say their goalies are, if they could get a number, another, you know, just solid goalie, even if it ended up being another like 81, 82, and then they could just kind of split the duties between Morozik and this other goalie, I, I would feel much better about Carolina. But I mean, like, I still think they're very good, and I do think they are contender. Uh, time to move on to the next team, which is the uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Columbus is another team that um, they're going to have a tough season. Uh, they do have the Felino brothers of Marcus and Nick. Patrick Hornquist is okay, but Nick Felino is not a number one center. I I don't even I can't even imagine his face off. Yeah, his face offs are seventy three. Not great, but I guess he's okay at it. Uh, this is a team that's going to struggle, um, which I, I'm sure the the GM. Uh, knows this. Uh, this is definitely a team. I remember last year they struggled to score goals, and I, I can't imagine it's going to get any better. Uh, this this forward group gets a D in my opinion. I mean, I'm just there's there's nothing to get excited about. Um, maybe Patrick Hornquist and his scoring his scoring ability is 81, so I guess he'll score some goals for them. So, uh, moving on to the decor, uh, Alex Galagoski, uh, Oscar Clefbaum. That's a great one too. Uh, Gavrikov is solid, and then after that, uh, Shane Gostisbehere, he's just not the defenseman he was two, three years ago. Danny DeKaiser, same thing, and Christian Fullen, I, no, I, no. Uh, this is a not great decor. I love Goligoski and Clefbaum. That's a solid one-two. That's a great top pairing, but then after that, it's, um, it's not great. Um... I, I I will give them a C just because of that top pairing, but then you look at, you know, De Kaiser, Folin, and Gostas Bear, they're just not gonna get the job done. Uh with the goaltending, they've got a very similar situation to Boston where they have three guys that really can kind of step up of uh, Anton Kutobin, Elvis Mers Lincolns, and Brian Elliott. I mean that's just a solid one, two, three. Uh they could just keep swapping between those three and play whoever ends up getting hot. Uh, who, it could end up being Kudobin, but, it, I mean, Mers Lincolns can certainly step up, and Brian Elliott is, you know, a vet who's been playing for a very long time. I think that's a solid B D, uh, goalie core. I, it, it'll be very interesting to see what this team does. Uh, the good news for them is they have a lot of uh draft picks coming up in this next draft uh so the good news for them is uh they're going to be able to turn things around but it is definitely going to take a couple years uh also i I think it's very clear that i think this team is going to be a miss i just don't see this team making the playoffs uh moving on to the new jersey devils and they are a team that is solid but not great um, guys like Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel should be better, but they just did not have great years. Uh, you know, Yamamoto, Hishier, he's Hishier definitely is another one. He he should have had a better year. Uh, Derek Grant, I don't love him as a uh, second line center. Uh, I love Yamamoto and Svechnikov. That's a they have great young talent here, but I just don't see. Guys like you know Hall, Hishier, Kessel, Sam Gagne can be better. Uh, yeah, this is just 
I, this team should be better, but I just don't. I I don't like the way they're rated, and I don't feel great about that forward group. I'm leaning towards just giving them a C, just because they just don't have the ratings to back it up. Um, on the back end, Kevin Shattenkirk, Ethan Bear, you know, solid. John Moreno, solid. Kulikov's okay. Chris Russell, Chalowski. Yeah, that's that's all right. Um, Shattenkirk is definitely better than he was a couple years ago when he was with new with the Rangers. But I mean, he's not the player he used to be. You could say the same thing about Kulikov. Uh, youngsters of you know Bear and Marino are solid, but um, just a pretty unremarkable decor. But you know, I think they're solid and they can at least get the job done. So I would give them a B. I I think it's it, it, if they just kind of like by committee get the job done, I think they could absolutely do it. Uh, the goalies of Mackenzie Blackwood and Craig Anderson, I I like that. I Blackwood is one of the better young goalies in the league. He's definitely got an excellent rating. Craig Anderson, he's a vet. He always can step up when you you, you need him to. Uh, certainly not the player he was a few years ago, but Craig Anderson can still play here and there and get the job done. I I think I give them an A. I I like Blackwood. He's an excellent starter and Anderson he's a good veteran backup that will definitely just kind of be there for Blackwood when he needs a break so uh, I like New Jersey uh, I'm leaning bubble I think they're more likely to be an 8, 9, or 10 this year uh, maybe they're worse but like uh, I mean maybe that forward group of Hall, Yamamoto Hishir, Svechnikov, and Kessel uh, maybe they can step up and play better than their ratings are. Uh, so yeah, I, I think they are definitely a bubble team. Uh, moving on to the New York Islanders. And a lot like New Jersey, I they have good players, but uh, nobody that really stands out to me as anything particular special, especially in that top six. Uh, Timo Meyer, Evgeny Dadanov, Brock Nelson, Matt Barzell, Nikolai Ellers, Cal Palmieri. That is just a that's a top six where I don't know who you rely on to score the big goals, but at least you know you have six guys that can kind of step up and chip in offensively. After that, I don't like their forwards pretty much. I mean, Martin Furk, Andrew. Andrioff, Schaller, Vitrano's okay. I'll give Vitrano. He's a very good uh, bottom six. Alex Dean and Nick Delorier. To me, I'm looking at that, and that's five guys you'd want either kind of as scratches or on the fourth line. I they do not have you know three you know, like third liners. They have one third liner and five you know fourth liners or scratches. So I. Th- they're going to struggle with secondary and tertiary scoring. Uh, I, I I think I will give this forward group a B just because I do like their top two lines. Um, they certainly lack a top line, but they at least have two two very good second lines. On the back end, uh, Ryan Pulak, Zdeno Chara, Devon Taves, Scott Mayfield. That's a solid top four. Um, that's basically the New York Islanders top four, but instead of Adam Pellick, you have Zdeno Chara, 
which is probably not better than the Islanders' top four, although, you know, Chara is, you know, very steady back there. Uh, he's a good veteran uh, presence for, for that defense. So, uh, yeah, I, I I like that top four. Uh, Brent Seabrook and John Merrill, I'm not as sold on. Um, John Merrill's okay, but Brent Seabrook is uh, very slow uh, in today's game. Uh, and he's got a huge cap hit, so that is, um, that's not great for them. Uh, I'm leaning giving them a B. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just my Islanders bias, but I do like Pulak, I like Taves, and I like Mayfield. Uh, although Taves was a bit of a disappointment this year. I'm, it's, I'm, B, I'm waffling between a C and a B, uh, but I, I will give them a B just because, uh, you know, I do like at least that top four is okay. Um, God, now I'm kind of second guessing myself and saying C. Uh, but uh, whatever, I'll give them a B. And then uh, their goalies of Robin Leonard, he's solid. He didn't have a tremendously great year, but he had an all right year and has an okay rating of an 81. But they do not have a backup because you do not want to rely on Corey Schneider as a backup, you know, ever. And I have to give that goalie a C. I mean, Robin Leonard's, you know, when when you have like an 81, you ideally want to have another around 80, you know, 79, 80, 81, where you can then just kind of swap between the two and just ride the hot goalie. They do not have that option. I mean, it's going to have to be Robin Leonard, who definitely did not have as strong of a year. Uh, so he did not get as good of a rating. So that could end up hurting them. Uh, the Islanders, <coughs> altogether, I do think they are a bubble team. Um, a lot like New Jersey, but I honestly think I like New Jersey more. Uh, New Jersey, uh, I, I, the Islanders have a little bit better of a second line than New Jersey does, but I think New Jersey's, you know, definitely has the better goalie and definitely has the better decor, so... Uh, the Islanders are okay. They're solid. I think they're a bubble team, but I think once again, very similar to New Jersey, they're going to end up being that eight nine team, eight nine ten team. I don't think they're going to be uh, pushing for you know the top of the 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 Metro. Uh, moving on to the New York Rangers and uh, just kind of looking. I mean, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad. That's an excellent pairing. Uh, Chris Kreider, Ryan Strom, that is an excellent pairing on the second line. Uh, things get a little bit worse on the right side of Buchnevich and Jake Vertanen. Uh, you could throw Jesper Faust into that mix as well, but uh, Buchnevich, he'd be an okay uh, second liner, but you probably don't want him on the top line, which is something that new, uh, the Rangers are looking like they're going to have to do, so... Um, I don't love it, but I think, uh, you know, when you have at least, you know, Panarin, Zibanejad, and then Chris Kreider, Ryan Strom, at least you can kind of throw someone into the mix there, and they're not going to have to carry that line. They just have to kind of get in position and let, let the, the star players on their line kind of do their thing. Uh, I, I think they have a very good, uh, forward group. Uh, I, just kind of give them a B. They definitely have the star talent of Panarin and Zibanejad, both being 80s. 
Uh, that is tremendous, and I those two are going to have to carry this team if they are going to you know make any noise it, during the regular season. It's going to have to definitely be those top two guys doing it. Uh, on the back end, I they have a very solid decor. Jeff Petrie, uh, Oliver ekman Larson, Brady Shea, Joel Edmondson, Eric Branson, and Ryan Lindgren. Uh, that is just that's good. Um, I Petrie is excellent. Oliver Ekman Larson is excellent. And then like Shea and Edmondson as your second pairing is, you know, solid. And then good Branson and Lindgren. That's a very good bottom pairing. They'll just kind of go out there and play their hard, gritty defense first style. I, I'm leaning, giving that decor an A. I like the depth. I like the top pairing. And I think, I mean, they just have like perfect top pairing, perfect you know, middle pairing and then a perfect bottom pairing. So I think I will give them an A. And then uh, their goalies of Jake Allen and Alexander Georgiev, that's just a solid one too. Uh, Not great, but at least they have two guys around that like 80 mark where they can just kind of swap between the two and just kind of ride the hot hot goalie. Um, I'm kind of waffling between a C and a B. I'm going more C just because Jake Allen an 80, Georgiev a B, or uh, Georgiev a 79. You would ideally want one of them to be around an 82 as a starter, and then maybe like a 79, 80 as your backup. I feel like they have two backups, so I I have to go with uh, a C. Although I will say I think they have two of the better backups, but still, they this is less of a one B and more like two one Bs and more just two backups. So that that goalie goalie core gets a a C. Although the good news for them is uh, here very shortly they're gonna have Igor Shostorkin to just kind of like take on that role as early as most likely next year. So. Um, uh, the Rangers are not going to have to worry about goaltending uh, very soon. Uh, the New York Rangers, a lot like the New Jersey Devils and the New York Islanders, I view them more as a bubble team, especially with that uh, that goalie core. Um, well, actually, God, they are close. They are much closer to Carolina, I would say. But I still like Carolina's goalies a little. At least they're their number one starter. So like they're in in between a contender and a playoffs. I'm going to or a contender and a bubble. I I still am going to say bubble, but I do think they are at the top of the the bubble teams. I, they are definitely better than the Devils and Islanders. All right, time to move on to the Pittsburgh Penguins, who had an excellent um, uh, preseason. Uh, and I, um, I could see them continuing that trend. I, I think what they lack in, uh, well, I, I was going to say what they lack in high-end talent, but I mean, they have guys like Jack Eichel and, uh, Jake Gunsel, uh, Alex Kalorn, Anthony Mantha, Voracek, Bjorkstrand, that's excellent, uh, top six, and then, <laughs> God, their, their bottom, uh, two lines of Yarncroc, Tierney, Zaka, Comfer, Brendan Lemieux, Pro, uh, Pro Crokin, uh I don't actually Pro Pro Corkin? I'm not sure how you pronounce that name actually. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, just 
just solid. I mean, they're, I, they're a team that is going to – that has, you know, solid top six, two very good uh, lines, and then very good bottom six. I mean, they're a team that's going to score goals, and they're going to be able to score goals by committee. Uh, don't be surprised if they're, they're – any of their lines can kind of step up and kind of help get them a win. Uh, I don't think it's quite an A, but that is a very solid B. I would also, I would go as far to say I think that's a B plus forward group, uh, very solid. Uh, their their defense, uh, much like their forwards, very solid. Uh, Dumba, Martinez, Jake McCabe, Matt Roy, Mike Matheson, eh, eh, sure I guess. Uh, Madison Bowie, uh, you know, I mean Dumba's great. Unfortunately, he doesn't quite have the rating that he should. I mean, he's much better than his rating. Uh, but that's that's a solid decor. I kind of similar to their forwards, maybe a little worse. But I I think that's a that's a B uh, decor. Um, nothing flashy, nothing too fancy. But I think that decor will absolutely get the job done. And then their goalies of uh, Matt Murray and Antti Ranta. That's just a solid one-two. I mean, I that's two one-bs. Uh, but that's a situation where you can just kind of ride the hot goalie and let whoever you want, uh, you know, ride the hot goalie and just kind of go with whoever is getting the job done. Uh, I think that's a solid B goalie core. And uh, Pittsburgh, I do think they are one of the contenders. I I like their forwards, I like their defense, and I like their, their goalies. They're just solid. I don't know if they have what it takes to <coughs> push and win a win the cup, but I do think they can absolutely finish top three in the division. Uh, moving on to uh, the next team in this division, and that is the Philadelphia Flyers. Excuse me, I just got to pause for one second. Okay, sorry about that. I just had to pause and cough. I, I've been doing a lot of talking for uh, one person. Uh, anyway, moving on to the Philadelphia Flyers. You have uh, you know a good forward group. Uh, the good news for Flyers is Mitch Marner actually has uh, some talent around him this year. Um, you know, guys like Travis Konechny, Braden Shen, Jamie Benn, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Jared McCann, Tanner Pearson. Uh, you know, just good players all around. I like I like where this team is heading. I heading. Um, I like their recent pickup of Braden Shen. He unfortunately didn't get a great re-rate. But he's still solid. Uh, you could say the same thing about Kuznetsov. I mean, didn't get a great re-rate, but still solid. Um, but yeah, I, I like this forward group. I like their depth. Uh, when you have a fourth line of Joel Farabee, Barclay Goudreau, and Jack Roslovic, that's just solid. Their third third line of Tanner Pearson, Adam Gaudet, Zach Cassian, that's a very good third line. I, I like this forward group all around. Uh, they have at least one star player in Mitch Marner. I I'm I think they're a B. I don't think they're quite an A. I don't think they have the star talent. At least n at least the ratings. I'm Braden Shen and Kuznetsov absolutely can be, but the ratings just didn't quite uh, happen this year. Uh, but you know, maybe next year they will get the the ratings that they deserve and. Philly will then be a very dangerous team, but yes, I, I think they have a solid forward group and that they definitely get a B.
Uh, defensively, I really like their top four. Eric Carlson, Ivan Provorov, Chris Tanev, and Ian Cole. That's just great. I mean, Carlson and Provorov, that's a one-two punch. You can have that D-pair out there for 25, 30 minutes if you want to, and they will get the job done. Uh, guys like Chris Tanev and Ian Cole, they're just great shutdown defense. Uh, defensemen, you can send them out there against the other team's top guys and they will get the job done. And then uh, Travis Dermott and Mario Ferraro, they're they're okay. Um, you definitely wouldn't want them as a second pairing, but they don't have to be the second pairing. They can just kind of go out there, be a third pairing, get, you know, place sheltered minutes and look okay in the process. So, yeah, I, I like this defense. Um, I I think I will go with an A. I I love this top four, and like I'm not a hundred percent sold on Dermot and Ferraro, but as I said, I mean you can just kind of shelter their minutes, and it it doesn't become an issue. Uh, their goaltending of Carter Hart and Thomas Grice that is that's excellent. Um, you know you can ride the youngster Carter Hart, but if he struggles or you know just needs a break, you can just kind of stick the vet Thomas Grice in there at any time. And you know what you're going to get. He's a very solid goaltender. That's a great one, too. And I don't think it's quite an A just because Carter Hart does not have the rating this year. He will definitely get the ratings in the future where he'll be an 84, 85, 86. This year being an 82 and an 81, I think that's a B. So not quite A, but like in the future, that is definitely going to be an A goalie. Uh, Grice may not stick around, but just hard alone will make it so like that goalie core will be an A for the for for a very long time. But for now, I I'll give them a B. Uh, looking at Philly, um, uh, other than the D core, the forwards and the goalies like they're good, not great. I do think the 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 D core is great. Oh God. The Metro, I've struggled with figuring out bubble or contender. They're another one in that mix of between the two. Um, but I, I I will say contender. I think their decor will get it done. I think guys like Mitch Marner will step up. I like the acquisition of Braden Shen. And then, you know, if they can just ride the hot goalie between Hart and Grice, I mean, yeah, I think Philly could absolutely, you know, finish in that 3-4 spot. Um, so, yeah. I expect a solid season from uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, the last team in the Metro is the Washington Capitals, and I think this is the Washington Capitals division. I look at this top six, and it's just excellent. Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, David Pasternak, Gabriel Landeskog, Sean Couturier, and Tom, Tom Wilson. That is... That's how you build a top six. Holy crap! That is definitely the best top six I've I've seen so far going through these teams. Uh, that is excellent. I mean, I love Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby playing on the same line, and then I love that David Pasternak is on the right side. I love that you have guys like Gabriel Landeskog and Tom Wilson on that second line. They're good defensive players. They can finish checks, and then between them, they have Sean Couturier. That is just, it's crazy. And the other Metro teams should be very scared of this team because, boy, oh, boy, guys like Tom Wilson and Gabriel Landeskog can go out there and finish checks, and Sean Couturier can go out there and just kind of shut them down. 
after that, things do start to fall apart a little bit. They do not have great depth. Um, they have okay depth, but I do think they're going to struggle with tertiary scoring. Um, so I do say good luck there, but I think that top six is going to score enough goals that it won't end up being as big of an issue. I have to give this forward group an A. That is just excellent. Uh, continuing the trend of giving an A, I mean, look at this top four. John Carlson, Drew Doughty, Matthias Ekholm, Charlie McAvoy. Top four. That is excellent. That is I mean, I don't even have to read who the on the bottom pairing is, and that's an A. But then you have Mark Borietsky and Dakota Mermis. Yeah, I mean, that, that I there's not a lot I can say. I mean, just give them an A-plus on the defense. That is excellent. In goal, Braden Holtby, very solid goalie. Um, he's 83, you know, uh, kind of in between a 1B and a 1A. Maybe he's like 1A, not a... Ideally, you want your starter to be like an 84 or higher. I think that's where you really get into like giving an A. But they do not have a backup. I mean, Robert Meyer is not a backup you want to have. Uh, this is definitely uh, a goalie core that is going to have to ride Holpe. If something happens to Holpe, Washington will be in a lot of trouble. Uh, but um, if Holpe can at least stay healthy and play 70 games, uh, Washington will be okay. Uh, but I do think the backup hurts, and I can't give them an A, so I'm going to have to give them a B with the defense, or not with the defense, with the goaltending, but I still think, you know, Braden Holtby is good enough to get the job done, so yeah. Uh, the Washington Capitals are absolutely a con contender, and I, I I think they have the Metro in the bag, at least winning the Metro. Uh, I, and then after that, they're going to have a tougher time in the Eastern Conference going up against the, the top teams of the Atlantic, uh, which, as we discussed earlier, uh, is the Montreal Canadiens, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Washington is solid. They're very good. But um, it'll be very interesting to see who of, in my opinion, the top four that I just kind of have discussed will end up kind of reigning supreme in the East. All right, uh, it's time to move on to the Western Conference. Um, this is going on a little bit longer than I was expecting. I was expecting this to take about an hour or so, and um, it took me a little less than an hour just to get through the East. But, you know, I am trying to talk about each team and give each team, you know, an uh, equal, you know, conversation. Uh, I'm sorry if this is a little dry. It's hard to have a, you know, uh, an interesting conversation when it's a, a one-man podcast, but I'm doing the best I can. Uh, moving on, so as I said, moving on to the Western Conference, I will start with the Central Division, and uh, moving on to the Central Division, it's time to talk about uh, arguably the top, one, one of the top teams in the league, and that is the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are the only team that I would say have a better forward group than the Washington Capitals. I mean, Brad Marchand, Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Kane, Brian Rust, Patrice Bergeron, and Miko Rantanen. That is a top six. They will score goals. They will get the job done. This team led the league last year in goals scored, and they're likely going to do it again this year. Uh, 
they may struggle with tertiary scoring a little bit with guys like Hagelin, Zizekas, Denlund, William Carrier, Jankowski, and Devin Shore. But I don't think it's going to be an issue because that top six will get it done. I, I that's an A plus, I, A plus plus forward group, uh, just excellently constructed. The defense last year, I think they struggled a bit on defense. But they shored that up by making a trade with the Washington Capitals, sending out Landis Cog, which helped the Washington Capitals, and then bringing in Ryan Ellis. Ryan Ellis. Uh, excellent trade because now they have Mark Giordano and Ryan Ellis as a top pairing. Uh, Andy Green and Adam Larson, great second pairing. And then Mark Pisick and Mirko Mueller as a you know bottom pairing. I, you know, very good decor. That's more of a B. And in between a B and an A, that's maybe a B plus, A minus. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, I I will give them an A just because I love Giordano, Ellis, Green, Larson. Very old, especially Giordano and Andy Green. But you know what? They have good, solid ratings, and I ha- I'm not going to worry about their ages. I'm just looking at the the ratings, and yeah, I I like this decor. Um, and then moving on to their goalies, Marc Andre Fleury, solid goalie. Uh, a little less, or less. Uh, his his rating got a little worse from last year, uh, but he's still solid as an 83. And then Malcolm Subban, I don't know if you're gonna want to have to rely on Subban. He might be able to slide in for five to ten games, but you're gonna have to really ride Marc Andre Fleury. Um, I don't love the goalies. Flurry is good enough, but that's just a B to me. Uh, Subban, ideally, excuse me, you're you would want a better backup, but you know, this is a very expensive roster, so sometimes you have to make do with what you have. So, uh, you know, if you have a little lesser backup, I think they'll be okay. So, yeah, a B. I there's not a lot to say. This is absolutely a contender. They won last year, and they could absolutely do it again this year. Uh, moving on to the next team, which is the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Chicago is a team, uh, they should be better. I mean, with guys like DeBrincat, Keller, Couture, Dylan Strome, Sam Reinhart, Brendan Gallagher, it sounds good on paper, but then you look at the ratings and you're like, oh boy, uh, everybody had a rough year, didn't they? I mean, Gallagher, Gallagher and Reinhardt at least have pretty good ratings, but like DeBrincat, Keller, Couture, Dylan Strom, they're better than their ratings. Um, uh, so I, that's going to definitely hurt Chicago. I think they do have excellent depth with guys like Manjapane, uh, Luke Cunnan, Arturi Lekkinen, Lawson Kraus, Hola, Bemstrom. I, I great depth, um, but I just they don't have any star talent. They do with guys like the Brincat and Keller Couture, but they don't. Their ratings don't back up calling them a star talent. So I I, oh, I I'll give them a B. I do like. I think what they lack in star talent, they make up in depth. Uh, they can at least score goals by committee and have have an okay. You know, stay in almost any game. Uh, moving on to their defense of Neil Pionk, uh, Cal McCarr, Anton Strollman, Philip Myers, Riley Stillman, and Christian Juice. Um, yeah, that's that's all. That that's solid. Um, I like Pionk and McCarr. Strollman's good. Philip Myers, Riley Stillman. Eh. 
I maybe give it a one, two years and they'll be a lot better. But um, I, I, I'll give them a B. I love Pionk and Makar, but I don't know if defensively uh, they're more of an offensive defense. Uh, they're more offensive defense defensemen, so um, it'll be very interesting to see how Chicago does. I think uh, what they lack in star talent up front, they certainly make up uh, with guys like Pionk and Makar. Uh, you know, as I said, just a solid B decor, and then uh, Jonathan Quick as your number one starter. Not the goalie he used to be, but he's still a decent goalie. Uh, but then they just don't have a backup. I mean, Caden Primo, may, maybe Michael DiPietro. I mean, either one you really don't want to rely on to play any minutes. So, I mean, Jonathan Quick is going to have to play 70, 75 games. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to have to. Ugh, they're like a, this is like a C plus. So I guess I'll round down and just give them a C because I don't think they're quite a B, uh, they're like a C plus, B minus. I'm, I, oh god, I, I'm leaning C just because like a 71 overall backup. That's rough. Uh, although Jonathan Quick is an 83, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to just go with a, a C goalie, and with their goalies. And so, Chicago, I, they're a bubble team for me. I last year they didn't have a great year, but I think this year, I mean, they've. Uh, they at least have depth up front. They have a solid top pairing, a solid top three, I think, on defense. And then Jonathan Quick in net, he can certainly is ca he's certainly capable of stopping pucks, and uh, he may not be as good of a goalie as he used to be, but I think he's still uh, solid. So yeah, I think they're a bubble team, and I think they could finish anywhere between seventh and tenth. Uh, time to move on to the. Uh, the uh, Dallas Stars, who, um, they're another team that I'm looking at thinking, God, they should be better than they are. I mean, Gusev, Arvidsson, Ryan Dezingle, Sagan, Marcus Johansson, Andrew Shaw, these guys should all have better ratings, and they just don't. Uh, JT Miller really stepped up, and he's going to end up being the star player on this forward group, which... Uh, good for them. Uh, it makes Tyler Sagan a second-line center, but, God, Sagan's making $10 million a year to be a second-line center. That's that's not great. Uh, but, I mean, they at least have some solid depth, at least if you look at the left side and the centers. The right side, though, I mean, that's, yikes, that's not great. Um, oh, God, they're... I will give them a B... Just because I do like their their centers of J.T. Miller, Tyler Sagan, Nolachari, and then Brendan Sutter. Uh, Brendan Sutter is at least a decent fourth line center. Uh, good defensively, can probably chip in goals here and there. Yeah, I I think that's a that's a, at least a solid uh, top four centers. And yeah, so I think at least they have that. So I'll give them a B. Although I think they are probably more of a B minus because like on the wings they don't have anybody who's a seventy overall, and that's going to definitely hurt them. Uh, on the back end, I like their top four: uh, Miro Heiskanen, Asa Lindell, John Klingberg, and Rasmus Anderson. That's a good top four. 
uh, Mike Riley and Jan Rutta. That they're that's okay. Um, not great, especially Jan Rutta. But you know what? I like their top four. Mike Riley's a good uh, third pairing defenseman, and you know if you have a lesser number six, it, I don't think that's gonna kill you. So, um, God, I'm thinking B plus, maybe A minus. Um, let me just kind of look at the ratings. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give them an A. I mean, yeah. I mean, John Klingberg does not have the defensive score, but he at least is, you know, going to help chip in some offense. So, yeah, I got to give them, uh, give them an A. Uh, you know, very solid defense. And then in goal, uh, Ben Bishop and, uh, Cam Talbot, um, Cam Talbot, certainly not the, the goalie he used to be, or at least he had one good year <laughs> with Edmonton, I guess. But, you know, Ben Bishop, he's a huge goalie. He makes the saves. He gets the job done. Uh, ben Bishop, Cam Talbot, uh, that's another, you know, B plus, A minus. Oh, God. Um, oh, God, that's just like, that pretty much defines Dallas where they're good not great and that uh, i i i'm leaning more b I, I if i could remember how i rated other teams i they could probably go with it's between an a and a b i don't know they're they're good they're not great and i think good not great is a great way to just kind of define this team i don't think they're quite a contender just cuz that that their wings just don't have any talent I mean, who's going to score goals on the wing? It, it, that's a big, big, massive question mark. So I think they are a bubble team, but I think they are, like, a very good bubble team to the point where I think they make the playoffs, but I don't think they – I yeah, I think they, they're a between three and six team, let's say. Uh, they are definitely not going to give the Colorado Avalanche a run for their money. Okay, uh, moving on to the Minnesota Wild, and I might sound a little bit of a hypocrite, but like Minnesota Wild, they're another team, they lack the star talent, but what they lack in star talent, they just make up with just solid depth. Kevin Fiala, Victor Olofsson, Mikhail Backlund, Matt Duchesne, Jakob Verana, Anthony Beauvillier, that's solid. Um, Duchesne should be better. Duchesne absolutely should be better. But at least, you know, they have, you know, Joe Thornton, M Mikhail Backlund uh, in the mix as well. Uh, they all should probably be better, but at least their youth on the wings of Fiala, Olofsson, Verana, and Beauvillier, all they, they all kind of stepped up and, you know, and they have very solid ratings. And I, I like this team's ability to score goals. I mean, all four of them are 79 to 84 scoring. And so at least you don't have to ask, like, who's going to score the goals. I think all four of them are capable of scoring 20, you know, 20 to 30 goals each. So at least they have, you know, scoring there. And then you guys have, with guys like Greenway, Joel Armia, Danton Heinen, Nick Ritchie, I mean, you've got another probably 10 to 15 between those guys as well each. Um, so I 
I can't give them an A. I absolutely cannot give them an A. I think if Matt Duchesne got the rating he should be, but he if he got back to the way he was playing back when he played in Colorado, I I would probably lean like B minus A minus, but I think they're a solid B. I I do like I I really do like their wings. I I uh their their center ice depth could use some help. Uh at least, you know, Duchesne and Backlund, they 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 both should be better, but it is what it is. I uh, I do think they have a B. Uh uh, forward group, and then you know their defense, um, very similar to their their forwards. Like no standouts, but you know Brandon Carlo, Justin Hole, Matt Matt Grizzlick, uh, Nikita Zadorov, Anthony Potato, Carson Suchi. Um, no standouts, but they're all solid. I think that's just a solid decor. Uh, just give them a B, just straight up B. And then looking at their goaltending, Pekka Rene, he's an 82. He is definitely on the decline, but, you know, an 82 is at least good enough to get the job done, but they do not have a backup if Rene stumbles because I would not want to rely on Chris Dredger. Um, So uh, putting a lot of pressure on a 38-year-old could be rough. I do think I have to give that that goalie pairing a C just because... uh, Rene is not quite a starter anymore. He's really more of a 1B, maybe a 1A. But still, he needs a he definitely needs another 1B and he doesn't have it. So I'm going to have to give them a C. Um so uh, the Minnesota Wild very similar to Dallas where I do think they are a bubble team and I think this is a bubble team that will make the playoffs. I think they're going to end up being very similar to Dallas in that three to six range. Maybe they finish seventh or eighth, but I do think they will end up being a playoff team. And so I, I gotta say, I think they're they're a bubble team. Definitely not a contender, but absolutely a, a bubble team. Uh, moving on to the team that made some of the biggest changes this off season, and that is the Nashville Predators. Uh, they have Connor McDavid and Ryan O'Reilly as a one-two punch in uh, the center depth. They have uh, Tavo Teravainen, Tomas Tatar, Paul Stasny, Ryan Johansson. <laughs> I I love that top, like their top six forwards. That that is excellent. Uh, Jesper Bratt, uh, Bratt. Um, he should be better. He's another one of those players that you look at and say, like, his rating should be better, but it's just, it's not quite there. But, you know, him being on the third line, that's that's not so bad. After that, though, they're going to have some issues. I do not see this team having any tertiary scoring. They're going to have to rely on their top guys to get it done. And But, I mean, like, when you have guys like Connor McDavid and Ryan O'Reilly, you know, not a huge deal if you have to rely on your top guys to get it done. So, um, God, this is this is a tough one because I love McDavid. I love their top set, at least their top four of McDavid, O'Reilly, Teravainen, and Tatar. After that, Stasny and Johansson, Brat, they're solid, not great, and then like they just don't have anybody else that you know you you would even want to put on the ice. But that's five players that they're gonna have to ice, and it's not great. I'll give him an A just because of Connor McDavid, although that is definitely an A minus. Um, 
I, I God, I, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, I guess I'll give him an A. But, uh, yeah, that is definitely one of the worst A's I've given. Uh, if we're now now moving on to their defense of Seth Jones, uh, Ben Sherratt, Tyson Berry, Justin Folk, Mackenzie Weger, Dante Fabro, I like this decor. I'll just give him an A. I will absolutely give this decor an A. I mean, someone like Seth Jones that can play 25, 30 minutes and not get tired. Uh, Justin Falk is the worst top four, uh, the the worst like defenseman in that top four, and he's solid. Yeah, I just I like this decor. It's just excellently constructed. That is absolutely getting an A. And their defense of Sergei Bobrovsky and UC Saros. I mean, they're 82 and 81. Uh, that's just going to be. I feel like I've talked about this all the time. You just kind of ride the hot goalie, and both of them can kind of step up, and you know that. It's going to be a fun competition to watch between these two, and um, just a uh, just a uh, solid B. I can't give them an A. I don't think they if they had like an eighty. If Bobrovsky was like an eighty-four to eighty-six, which you could argue with his cap hit, he absolutely should be. But you know, it is what it is. That's a solid B. Uh, Nashville is a contender. Um, I don't think they're as good as uh, the Colorado Avalanche, but I do think they will at least compete, and so I will say they are a contender. Uh, moving on to the St. Louis Blues, and I feel like I've been saying this a lot. Looking at this forward group, it should be better. Uh, Brandon Saad, Kevin Hayes is solid, but Brandon Saad and Tarasenko, they should be better. And then after that, they do not have a second line. I mean, Jonas Donskoy, Derek Stepan's okay, but like Donskoy and uh, Kasperi Kapanen, they remind me more of third liners. Uh, they are not second line second liners, and and then you, you know guys like Froelich, Sorensen, Janmark, Beagle, Riley Nash, Niederreiter, good. That's good, you know. Bottom six guys, but not great bottom six guys. Yeah, this is a forward group that I'm going to have to give a C. Tarasenko should be 78 overall, and he's only a 71 overall. Kevin Hayes is their best forward, and he's not great. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sold on St. Louis. I think this could be a tough year for St. Louis, and I have to give that forward group a C. Uh, moving on to the defense, Alex Petrangelo, Colton Pareko, Eric Cernick, uh, TJ Brody, Will Butcher, Yanni Hakanpa. Um, not, not sure how you say that name. Uh, either way, I like their defense, though. I mean, that, that top four of Petrangelo, Pareko, Cernick, and Brody, excellent. That is an excellent top four. Butcher and Hakanpa, I guess it's, it's pronounced. Uh, that's good good not great uh yeah i'll give them an a i i love petrangelo and pareko as a as that top pairing and then moving on to their goaltending jordan binnington solid you know 84 martin jones 81 that's a good backup that's a good one b i'll give them an a i i, I like i like 84s and higher uh for, for as your starting goaltender and then if you have an 81 82 80 backup i mean that's good uh yeah that's great uh an a um so good defense good goaltending 
that forward group um, is going to struggle. Um, if they can keep pucks out and maybe win, you know, two to one, three two games, I St. Louis might be able to sneak into the playoffs. They are a bubble team. I do think they are worse than like Dallas and Minnesota. But, you know, if they play good defense, maybe they can sneak in and get, like, in that 7-8 spot, you know, as wildcard teams. All right, and moving into the last team in this division, the Winnipeg Jets. I like this top line of Kyle Connor, Mark Scheifele, Patrick Laine. If I remember correctly, and I can look this up real quick, I believe this team finished second in the league in goal scoring during the preseason. Which, I mean, when you have guys like Connor, Shifley, and Line, understandable. Where this team will struggle is their second line center, Travis Sajak. Sajak is good. He's not the player he used to be. He's definitely much more of a third liner, a guy that you're going to send out there and shut down. They just don't have the offense uh, from that center spot. But at least they have guys like Zach Hyman and Dominic Kubelik who are absolutely capable of scoring goals on the on the wing. So, <laughs> yeah, Hyman and 89 scoring and 87 scoring. Wow. Yeah, so maybe you don't need an uh, too great of a passer between them. I mean, like, just, just stick anybody you can in between those guys, and they'll be ripping it and scoring goals. So this team is absolutely going to be capable of scoring goals. I do like their third line of Grand Lind, Sunquist, and Thomas. It's, you know, I like this forward group. I, I have to give them an A. I, I Their one negative is that second line center, but as I said, their wings can score goals. It seems like they'll be able to score goals even without having great passing on uh, up the middle. So, uh, yeah. That that gets an A. Uh, their defense of Ristolainen, Raspis Ristolainen, Jakob Truba, Brett Pesci, David Savard. Excellent top four. I like that top four. Uh, but then this is where things kind of fall apart. Uh, Matt Irwin, he's okay. He is an okay number six. You ideally want him to be more of a 7-8 on your depth chart. You absolutely do not want him to be a 5. And then Ryan Gunderson, a 59 overall, is going to be in your top six. He is going to hurt that, that defense. Um, you don't even want him playing 10 minutes a night. Uh, Winnipeg is definitely going to be given every time Irwin and Gunderson are on the ice, they're going to be giving up goals. Uh, that is a massive liability, and I love that top four, but that bottom pairing is that's going to be issues. Uh, so I'm going to have to give them a B. If they just had you know a couple 68s, I would give them an A, but because of that bottom pairing, I have to drop them down to a B. <laughs> And then goaltending, uh, Semyon Varlamov and Aaron Dell, that's solid. 83 and 79, that's just a good 1A, one, one 1B one situation. Uh, I have, I, I've been very consistent where I've been saying 84 and up, you get an A. Uh, so, yeah, I will give them a B plus, so basically just a B uh, in their goalie situation. Um, 
ultimately, I'm looking at this Winnipeg team, and yeah, I think they're solid. I think they have a lot of good, but they do have some issues with depth. Um, but I, I would say they're another team uh, contender. I don't think they're going to, to compete, be able to compete with the Colorado Avalanche, but they will absolutely be capable of at least competing for that second spot in the division. So it'll be very interesting to see how this this division shakes out because I really didn't say anybody was a miss in this division. I, I, I would say the closest is probably the worst is St. Louis, and I like their their goalies and I like their forwards. So I the the central outside of the number one spot, it's wide open for any of these teams to take that number two spot. Um I think but I do think it's going to end up being between Winnipeg and Nashville. But I wouldn't count out Minnesota, Dallas, you know, Chicago, St. Louis. Yeah, any of them. So uh the Central is going to be a very fun division to keep an eye on this year. All right, time to move on to the final division of the day, and that is the Pacific. Uh, the Pacific, uh, from memory, is a division of the haves and the have-nots. Um, I, From what I remember, before I kind of go through all these teams, there are definitely some, there are definitely going to be misses in this division. So um, I'm going to try to be as unbiased as I possibly can. Uh, because this is the division I am in. Uh, I will be the next team to talk about here because I am the Anaheim Ducks. And um, I know with my forward group of guys like Parise, Burakovsky, Drew, Pajot, Silverberg, and Bailey, <coughs> that is a good top six, not great. I like my depth of uh, Fabry, Eriksenak, Atkinson, Maroon, Lazat, and Dowd. Once again, good, not great. Um... I, I think this is a team that uh, it lacks star talent. Uh, Drew should be better, but he just did not have a great year. Uh, but even with that, I do I really do like my depth. So I, I'll give myself a B with the forward group. I think it's going to be a very uh, scoring by committee uh, forward group. And then I really do like my defense as well. Uh, Ryan Suter, Hampus Lindholm, Nikita Zaitsev, Travis Hamonic, Nick Jensen, and Nick Letty. That's a very solid top six. I do think that is another case of uh, B plus, A minus. I, I, maybe I'm biased, but I, 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 I think I'm going to give myself an A there. I do like that top pairing of Suter and Lindholm. And then Nick Jensen and Nick Letty as a bottom pairing. I think that's a very excellent bottom pairing. I can just confidently send any of those six out, and I know they'll get the job done. So, yeah, I, I, I would say definitely more of an A-, minus, but I'll give myself an A. And then in goal, John Gibson, 84, and Mike Smith, an 82. Um, that's another, you know, just solid, solid goaltending pairing. Uh, I definitely plan on just kind of riding the hot goalie. Uh, during the preseason, Mike Smith was definitely the hot goalie, uh, and he got the job done. Uh, but yeah, I will be just kind of swapping between these two, and I I do like that pairing of Gibson and Smith. Uh, I I will. That's another probably more of an A minus than an A, but I haven't really been doing that much, so I'll just kind of say that's an A. Um, if I'm being realistic, I do not see myself as a contender. I do think I am a playoff team, 
but I do think if I make the playoffs, it will I will definitely be a wild card. So I will definitely classify my team as a bubble team. I know I finished first in the, the league in the preseason, but I don't trust it. I don't think I have the star talent up front to maintain that. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think I could absolutely slide in as a 7-8 team in this division. Uh, moving on to the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes and... Uh, this is a team that definitely turned things around, and they are a lot better than they were last year. But I still don't think they're great. I I do like the addition of Blake Wheeler, but I don't like Adam uh, Adam Adam Henrique and Carl Soderberg as your other top uh, you know top line wingers. That is just that's going to be an issue. Um, you know. Andrew Kopp's okay, Christian Dvorak, James Neal, Nachushkin, Jack Hughes, uh, Carter Rowney, Brandon Dubinsky, Nick Paul. Like, these guys are, like, I don't want to say anything negative about them. I mean, uh, Jack Hughes, that's... Uh, someday he might really kind of turn things around. But for now, like, I don't like this forward group. I Even with Blake Wheeler, I have to give this this forward group a C. I just don't see anybody really stepping up and, you know, other than Blake Wheeler, I don't really see people stepping up and getting the job done. Uh the uh the defense I will definitely praise. You have guys like uh, Chikern, uh Cam Fowler, Adam Fox, Justin Braun, Jason Demers, uh Siegenthaler, and then, you know, Mark Stahl as a number 7 defenseman. So like if anybody gets hurt, they can just slide Mark Stahl into the mix. And they can just keep on rolling. I I like this defense. Uh, they lack star talent. Uh, there's not a lot of separation between their top guy and their seventh guy. Great depth, but just they don't have that star talent. So I'm I'm leaning more a B. But that is definitely like a B plus uh, D decor. In goal, Tristan Jari. He he's solid, but then they do not have a backup. Uh, Matthias uh, Niederberger or Roman Will, neither one you want to rely on, but they're going to have to rely on one of those two to to be the backup. Uh, Tristan Jari is an 81. That is not quite a starter. Um, that's that's a C decor for me. So, I mean, I, I think with how competitive this division is going to be and when they have, you know, a decor uh, forward group that's just not quite there, a goalie core that's just not quite there and a defense that's good just not that lacks any star talent um i just don't see the arizona coyotes being a bubble team this year i think they're close they're much closer give it a couple more years and i think they absolutely can be but this year i do expect the arizona coyotes to miss the playoffs again uh, the Calgary Flames. They were one of the best teams in the league last year. And uh, I, I've i been saying this a lot, but they're another team that I look at and I say they should be better. I got Tomas Hurdle, Johnny Goudreau, Sean Monaghan. Uh, they all should have better ratings. They should be 75s. But they're all 72s. Eric Stahl, he's getting older. I, I, it's okay that he's a 72. But like Monahan, 
Goudreau and Hurdle, absolutely. Goudreau should be like 77, 78. Monahan, same thing. They had they just did not get the ratings this year, and that that hurts them. Uh, at least they have Lindholm and Kachuk, who are 74, 75, but still. Uh, this team should be better rated, and they're not, and I think that's going to end up hurting this team. I still like this forward group. I think their top six is good. Uh, I, unfortunately, their names are sound flashier than their actual ratings do. But I think they're... Oh, God. I can't give them an A. I can't give them... Uh, they should be an A, but I have to give them a B just because, you know, they just have four 72s and a 75 and a 74. So, yeah, I'll give them... Uh, I'll give them a a respectable B. I do like their depth as well. Brian Boyle, Anisimov, Brett Connolly, Perot, Pitlick, and Sheehan. Good. That's a good uh, decor or you know forward group. And you know Brett Connolly absolutely will be able to chip in and score some goals. But I don't know. I'm just not in love with that uh, that forward group. All right. And uh, moving on to their defense. Uh, Matt Niskanen, Noah Hannafin, P.K. Subban, Patrick Nemeth, Sean Walker. That's a good top five. Uh, they do not have that number six defenseman. Right now it's Alexander Yellison, and he needs more time in the minors, but he's going to get stuck into that number six role. Not the biggest deal because, you know, he's a guy that you can kind of shelter the minutes, um, not play a ton, and it'll probably be okay. Um, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll give, I, I'm kind of just kind of waffling back and forth between A and B. I'll give them an A. I've been giving out a lot of A's with their, with like defenses, but I, I think a lot of teams just have solid defenses, uh, good defenses. Um, the, this isn't probably more of an A minus just because of Alexander Yellison, but I, I do like Niskanen, Hannafin, Subban, and Nemeth. That's just a very excellent top four. And then uh, in goal, they have just a perfect 1A, 1B situation with Corey Crawford and Jonas Corposalo. And then they have Jack Campbell in the mix as well as just kind of like that guy. If one gets hurt, they can call up Jack Campbell. Um, I like it. Um, I, I've been very consistent saying 84 as your starter and you'll get an A. They have an 83 and an 82, but, you know, they can ride the hot goalie. That's a very solid B situation. So, yeah. I like Calgary. I don't think they're going to have as good of a year as they did last year just because their forwards just did not get the ratings they should have. Um, I, 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 uh, this is a tough one. I, I'm leaning more bubble, but I, I, they're a playoff team. They are absolutely a playoff team. I just don't know if they're a contender. Last year, they absolutely were a contender. This year, I don't think they are a contender just because their forwards just did not get the rewrite they needed. So I guess I'm leaning more bubble team for them, but they are apt. They will. I would be shocked if they finish like ninth. I think they will finish anywhere between uh, third and seventh, maybe six. It's like six, seventh. So, yeah. Good team, but n not quite great. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, one of the most shocking, disappointing teams in the preseason. I, I'm guessing that's just a rough preseason. 
Uh, this team will absolutely be better. I, from what I remember, Dreisaitl just, you know, this team just did not click. But I, I have a feeling, you know, they just kind of took things slow. They're not in any uh, major concern. And I, I expect this team to really pick it up during the regular regular season. I do like their top four forwards. Even I'd say they're, yeah. I mean, looking, they have uh, six uh, forwards that are 70 overall or better. And I usually give that as a judgment whether... Uh, how I feel about a team, and if you have a top six that 70 or better, I think that's a very good top, top six that gets you into the B, but then when you have guys like Dreisaitl, who's an 83, Nugent Hopkins, who's 76, William Nylander, is in 74, Nazim Kadri, is a 74, I have to give them a an A uh, with their forward core, uh, especially considering their worst forward in their lineup is Alexander Nylander, and he's a 66 overall. So, like, they have star talent, they have a great top six, and they have a great bottom six. Yeah, this is just a well-constructed team. They struggled in the preseason. I'm guessing that's just, you know, the team just did not... They, the team just started slow, but this will absolutely be a forward group to be concerned about. Defensively, just just good. Darnell Nurse, Eric Johnson, Tori Krug, Sam Girard, Rasmus Dahlin, Tucker Pullman. Yeah, that's uh that's an excellent defense. And, you know, with guys like Samuel Girard, Rasmus Dahlin, Darnell Nurse, I mean that's twenty five, twenty two, twenty years old. I mean that's good young. Um I have to give them an A. I mean Darnell Nurse and Eric Johnson, Tori Krug Samuel Gerard. That's that's an excellent top four. Uh, when you have Rasmus Dahlin as a third line, a third pairing guy, yeah, you're you're in great shape. That that defense is getting an A. And then goaltending, Tukarask and Ryan Miller. Um, Ryan Miller, seventy seven. That's not great as a backup, but you have Tukarask, who's an eighty four. He can be a starter. He will absolutely get the job done. Um, I will give them an A. I do think they are. Because of Ryan Miller being a 77, that that uh, that brings them down to probably like an A minus. But I, I can't say they're a B. I I think Tukaras can get the job done, and that is that's a very solid uh, goalie uh, core. Uh, so I gave them a, an A forwards, A defense, and an A goalies. I, I Edmonton is absolutely a contender this year. Um, I know I sound like a broken record talking about the preseason. I do think it's important to at least mention it. Uh, but yeah, I expect this team to to pick it up, and then just take, when they take off, they're going to be a team to watch out for. Uh, moving on to one of I'm sorry to say this, but one of the worst teams in the league, and that is the Los Angeles Kings. I mean, just. Ilya Kovalchuk, Philip Hedl, Corey Perry, that's your top pair. That's your top line. Maybe Oscar Lindblom is on the right side. It doesn't really matter. This team's going to struggle. They are going to struggle. And they're meant to struggle. They're meant to be a bad team. Um, this is a team that's going to compete with with like Columbus and Ottawa uh, for that bottom spot. It, they already have uh, Alexis Lafreniere, and they're definitely going to be in the running to get another top three pick next year so that forward group I a D maybe an F I, I yeah that's it's 
their best forwards a 69 overall, and that's Ilya Kovalchuk, who has a scoring of 72. Uh, who, who's their best scorer? Okay, they have Oscar Lindblom, who's an 84 scoring. After that, Philip Hedl with 74. Uh, yeah, this team's going to definitely struggle. Uh, defensively, I they actually do have a decent decor of uh, Mikhail Sergachev, Marcus Pedersen, Johnny Boychuk, Michael Delzato, Robert Haig, and Chad Ruedel. Uh, that's good, not great. Um, I, I'll give them a B. I think that's a solid decor. Um, and then, uh, yeah, their goaltending. Uh, Curtis McElhenney and Andrew Hammond. I... Uh, I F. I'm just gonna give him an F. I mean that Andrew Hammond should not be in the pros, but he's going to be. And then you have uh, Curtis Beckelhenny, who uh, definitely not a starter. Uh, 76 is definitely not a starter. He is going to get lit up this year. So yeah, this that that's an F. I think I gave their forwards a D and their defense a B. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, L.A. will miss the playoffs this year. There's no way they they make the playoffs. Okay, moving on to the uh, San Jose Sharks, and San Jose is a very interesting team because they were a competitive team last year, and then they decided they were not happy with their their results, and they've really just kind of started to rebuild their team. And looking at this forward group, if you went back, let's say, eight years, this is a pretty good forward group. Tyler Johnson, Patrick Marlowe, Ryan Getzlaff, Derek Ryan, Justin Williams. Yeah, five to eight years ago, Justin Williams, Getzlaff, Marlowe. Um, Tyler Johnson used to be very good. He's not quite good anymore. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, but, you know, in 2020... Oh, they even have Andrew Ladd. Ladd, you know, five years ago, pretty good player. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Um, they have some good young guys of like Middlestad and uh, Dickinson, Nikash, but these are not guys you want to have. These are not guys that are ready to take on the mantle and carry a team. Uh, San Jose, they're getting a D. Their forward group is just going to get a D. I don't expect them to score many goals. Uh, their defense of uh, Brent Burns, Tyler Myers, Jamie Alexiak, Calvin DeHaan, Marco Scandella, Lucas Spiza. Um, yeah, that's a that's a very good decor. Brent Burns and Tyler Myers. Yeah, that's a good uh, top pairing. Um, I'm. It's good. It's just not great. I'm thinking I'm getting giving them a B. I would say more of a B plus, but mm, yeah, I maybe an A minus, but like I'm I'm leaning a B for that defense. It's good, not great. And then their goalies of Devin Dubnik and Louis Deming. Uh Dubnik should be better. He did not have a great year, which I mean he was um understandably distracted with stuff with his wife and stuff, so he missed a lot of time. I, I expect him to bounce back, but yeah, he had a he had a rough year, got a rough rating, and then Louis Domingue is not an NHL goalie, but he's going to be this year. So I I have to give them a D in goaltending. Not quite as bad as LA, but almost as bad as LA. So yeah, 
Uh, San Jose will absolutely be a team that misses this year. I know they had a surprisingly good preseason, but I don't expect that to continue. So, yeah, uh, San Jose, uh, definitely a miss. Uh, moving on to the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks are a team that are good. They are very good. I mean, they have one of the best just top three lines of uh, Philip Dano, uh, Jason Zucker, Denny Gurianov, Elias Pettersson, Bo Horvat, Jane Schwartz, Brock Besser, Ricard Raquel, and Rupe Hint. Excellent. That is an excellent one, two, three. They are not going to have to worry about, you know, primary, secondary, and tertiary scoring. And then who cares about the fourth line about scoring goals as long as they don't give up goals and score occasionally? They should be, Vancouver should be very happy, which guys like Brandon Tanev, Colton Sissons, and Colton Sevior are absolutely capable of that. Um,. I'm kind of going back and forth on if they should be an A or a B. I'm leaning more B. I love their depth, but they just... Elias Pettersson is a 75 overall, and he's their best-rated player. I just don't think they have the quote-unquote star talent for me to give them an A in the forward group. But boy, this is this is probably the best for a group I've seen this entire day like this is an excellent top three lines and then their fourth line it's good it's I mean it's as I said who cares about the fourth line as long as they don't give up goals and they just kind of go out there they finish their checks and do their thing that that's all you really need and that and guys like Tanev, Sissons and Sevier are absolutely capable of that so yeah I, I, I really like this forward group I'm leaning more B. Um, I, I could absolutely give them an A. It, it really, it, either way, uh, very good. I mean, that's what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, eight guys that are 70 overall. And then, you know, Rupe Hints is a 69. And, you know, looking at his, his ratings, he could absolutely be a 70 overall, especially with his scoring ability being 80. So, yeah, I, I really do like this uh, Vancouver makeup. So. On the back end, uh, Quinn Hughes, Josh Morrissey, Ryan Graves, Nick Holden, Ben Hutton, Ali Mata, and then Troy Stetcher. He's sitting on the outside. He's a 70 overall. Uh, number seven defenseman just sitting on the outside. That's excellent. That is that is definitely excellent. Um, this is another one where, like, I Quinn Hughes is a 75 overall. Um, maybe, God, yeah, that's... 80, 84, 83 passing. That's that's crazy for a defenseman. He he's definitely going to produce from the back end. God, the, just like the forward group, where it's just kind of like they're so close to, for me to give an A. I just don't. I love their depth, but I just don't love like the quote unquote star talent. I I I like seeing like 76, 77, 78 overall to give like A's. And when it's a 75, 74 as your top pairing, it's great. It, it's good, not like amazingly great. So like I think this is definitely one of the strongest B's I could give. And yeah, I <laughs> 
I, I might be being a unfairly harsh on this team, but like, yeah, this is definitely a very good decor. Yeah, I just can't give it an A. I just can't. I think that's a very good B plus uh, decor. So, I yeah, we'll give them a B. And then lastly, their defense or defense, uh, their goaltending. Uh, Mark Mark. Uh, Jakob Markstrom and Alex Stalock. I mean, that is an excellent 1A, 1B situation. You also have uh, Hutton and Demko, both 78s. Jesus. This is a, a team that has uh, a lot of goalie depth. But Markstrom and Stalock, I like that 1-2 punch. Markstrom, uh, shockingly lower than I would. I would have expected him to be an 84. But um, either way, I mean, an 83 is a very good uh, goalie. Um, <laughs> I feel like I just keep giving this team B's, but they're so close to A's. They, and this is another situation with their goalies where, like, I, I'm going to have to give it B's just because of the way I've been giving out B's all along. Okay, I see why he, he didn't play. Uh, Jakob Markstrom didn't play quite as many games as I would have expected him to play, so that's why he kind of got a little bit of a, a bump down. Uh, to to the 83 but yeah i i will give uh that that uh this is the best b i could possibly give it's a b plus uh goalie core so just gotta be there uh the canucks i i i think you know i said what b plus forward b plus defense plus goalies they're a contender i don't know if they're a contender to necessarily win the west but they are definitely a team that will be competing for a uh, top three spot in the division. So, yeah, uh, very, very uh, well-constructed team uh, for Vancouver. And the final team to talk about is the, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And um, something I've been saying a lot uh, for these last couple hours, I'm looking at this roster, and some of these players should be better. Specifically, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson. Uh, what is happening? Oh, and Alex Regilov. So, uh, I all three of those guys have definitely taken a step backwards from the way they were rated last year, and I think that's going to end up really hurting Vegas. Um, it definitely stinks for them. Uh, but I, even with that being said, I do like the fact that they have six seventy overall or better in their top six. So all six are, you know, 70 overall or better. And they have Mark Stone, who's a 77 overall. So just an excellent, you know, star player. Um, I don't love their center ice depth, but it's, you know, it's good. Not great. Um, oof, this, is, this is a tough one saying... Um, in A or B, I do think they are another team that's just kind of right in between. I'm leaning a B, B just because, like, I, <sighs> William Carlson, Radulov, Marchessault should all be better, and they're not. And I think that's going to end up hurting them. Uh, Aya Follow is good, but, you know, I'm looking at, at least as a, at his offensive skills, 72 passing, 74 scoring. Yeah, I'm going to give them a B. Um, I, I do like their depth, though, as well. Sanford, Lawton, and Radulov as a third third line is very good. Kevin LeBanc, he's another guy. He should be better. 
Uh, Alex Tuck is another guy. Should be better. Belmar in between on the fourth line. Yeah, he is 67. That's that's very good for him. Uh, I like this team. I like the makeup of this team, but I do think they could uh, be a little bit better. Uh, there's a lot of guys that I'm looking at here saying their ratings should be better, but the, the players just didn't play as well as they should have last year. So, yeah, I will give them I, uh, B. On defense, I do like this decor. Uh, Shea, Theodore, Shea Theodore, Damon Severson, Braden McNabb, Travis Sanheim, Radko Gudas, and Adam Pellick. Adam Pellick is a number six defenseman on this team. That that should tell you everything you need to know. They also have Nick Haig sitting on the outside, and he's a 70 overall. So he's a, a, they, another team with a number seven defenseman just sitting on the outside. So if anybody gets hurt, they can instantly slide him in, and he'll get the job done. So, yeah, I like this decor. I like that Shea Theodore is a 76. I like Severson's a 75. Uh, Braden McNabb is a 74. I... I I think they're just a scooch better than what I like Vancouver, which I gave Vancouver a, a B because they just weren't quite there. I think these guys are just a scooch better. They push over, so they go from like B plus to that A minus. So I will say, I will give that this decor an A. And then uh, their goaltending Jonathan Bernier and Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper is another player on this team that I look at the rating and say, should be better. Um, he is going to be the backup this year to Jonathan Bernier, who's an 83. Uh, I don't, I don't think I realized how good his rating got. Uh, which uh, good for him. Uh, good luck to him being a starter this year. But I mean, if he stumbles, I mean Darcy Kemper can absolutely step in. Um, but yeah, Bernier and Kemper—that's not an exciting uh, goalie pairing. Uh, it's good, not great. I'd, I'll give them a solid B. But, um, yeah, uh, so what did I say? Uh, B plus for their forwards, A minus for their defense, and then just a solid B for their goaltending. I think Winnipeg is another team uh, that is a contender. Um, I it, it seems like the Pacific has definitely taken a step back this year from last year. Although I do think a team like Vancouver definitely stepped up and got a lot better, but I'm—I mean, looking over, I think Vegas has gotten worse. I think Calgary got worse. San Jose absolutely got worse. Edmonton is still about the same as they were. I think my team, Anaheim's about the same as they were, probably in that seven-eight range. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Pacific last year had just like so many teams that were competing. I, I believe it was six teams competing for five spots, where this year, I mean, Vegas, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Anaheim, I think all five have a good chance of making the playoffs, but I don't think any of any of these teams really are going to be pushing for, uh, like, winning the conference. I think, I don't think anybody's coming close to Col Colorado. Um Unfortunately, it seems like the West is Colorado, and then after that, there's a tier below that. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a very interesting year. I'm just kind of just going off the top of my head. It seems like the top five teams in the league are Colorado, Washington, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Montreal. 
which, you know, that's uh, a lot more strength in the East, but I do think the best team in the league is probably the Colorado Avalanche, which the Colorado Avalanche are the reigning champs, so uh, I think that holds up. Um, but yeah, I am excited about this year. I want to wish every GM a, uh, you know, the best of luck. Um, you know, if sorry if I uh, if I wasn't as kind to your team as you were hoping I'd be. I I did try to be as fair as I could be. I will also say that this went on a lot longer than I expected. I did not expect this to be a two-hour podcast, but you know, it is what it is. I do want to thank you guys for listening, and um, I I I do want to try to do this as like maybe a monthly thing now that we're going to be going into the actual season and we'll be, have stuff to talk about. Uh, hopefully I'll have people coming in and we can have more fun conversations, but it just kind of worked out where I don't know if that just was an interest or people were just kind of busy, but anytime I would send out feelers, people would just kind of not really say anything. Maybe a couple people would say something, but no one really seemed particularly interested. So I just kind of said, ah, forget it. I'll just kind of do a one-man podcast and see how it goes, which I did able to... I was able to talk for a couple hours, which um, kind of surprises me, but uh, now I'm just kind of rambling unnecessarily. So uh, anyway, as I said, I want to thank you guys for watching, or not watching, I'm not watching. I want to thank you for listening, and uh, I'll catch you guys next time.